The Hamden County Sheriff's Office is not your average law enforcement agency. Our correctional staff provide a firm but fair approach to corrections as we change countless lives for the better. In the community, Sheriff Nick Cochise's Never Say No philosophy has evolved the field of community policing, bridging the divide between residents and the unmet needs in our neighborhoods. If you want to help make the world a better place while earning a good salary with great health insurance, paid time off, and a pension, please visit hcsdma.org and click Join the Team to apply today. This show may contain subject matters not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. I am the writer, producer, and director of my life. I have the energy and strength to accomplish anything I want. This is Lisa Riley. I'm here every Saturday to share stories that shine a light on justice-involved underdogs, their struggles, their successes, and the many resources and opportunities available for those who are hustling to carve a path back into society and prove that failure isn't final. So unlock your future, rewrite your story. This is The Hustler Files. Welcome everyone to The Hustler Files. We've got a lot to share this week. It's our second week of the show, and so let's dive right in. Don't want to waste any time because we're only here for 28 minutes. So I'm really excited um, to introduce you to today's guests. And since the best way to start today's story is at the beginning, I'm going to start with introducing Gabriel Santiago Mm -hmm and Mark Mitchell. And so, Mark, I'm going to start with you. You are the Mentorship Program Coordinator at the Hamden County Sheriff's Department, correct? That's correct. Okay. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I started with the Sheriff's Department back in 2007. I had just retired from Northeast Utilities, which is now Eversource, after putting in 36 years with them. Um, I started working there right fresh back from Vietnam, um, stayed 36 years, and then came to the Sheriff's Department, believe it or not, as a volunteer mentor in 2007. And it became my passion, and I'm still there. At the age of 37, if you want to flip the numbers, that'll tell you how old I am. Well, you look amazing, and and fortunately our listeners can't see you, but you really do look amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So so I was reading your information prior to the show, and um, we— we touched on last week, we didn't get to cover everything. We met with Madeline Fernandez and the AISS programs, that services that the Sheriff's Department provides. But then a new acronym came my way for this show, and it's called CHESS. And I was like, wow, what is CHESS? So um, Community Housing Earned Safe Supportive Housing Program. Can you Dig down on that a little bit for me. Yeah, the CHESS program is basically set up for people where Gabe is how I met Gabe. He came through the CHESS program, and it's a slow, methodical program to get people from not having their own uh, place to live to working towards a 
a low-income voucher at the end of the road, so to speak. Um, and Gabe can give you the ins and outs of how that program worked um, better than I can. Okay. Well, then let's uh, – the, the baton has been handed <laughs> to you, Gabe. I will try to do my best. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. You had a tough life growing up, and yes. these are not easy conversations, but mm-hmm. the reason the Hustler Files exists is so we can share what was went from tough to – you know, success and let other people that know people that are going through tough times know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. So, Gabe, why don't you take us back? You grew up in Springfield, is that correct? But you're originally from Puerto Rico? I'm from Puerto Rico. I was I was born in Ponce, raised in Villalba, but I got to tell you the truth. I, I, I Some of my childhood was in Yonkers, New York, right next to the Bronx there. And then, uh, my, my, you know, there was a lot of Hispanics migrating over to the, out of out of the New York City. So I ended up in Bo- uh, here in Massachusetts. You know, my younger brother was born in Boston, but uh, we ended up here in Massachusetts. So uh, I remember my mother's first apartment was right there on Locust Street in Springfield, Mass. And uh, I think my 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 story really began in 2014. How did, how, how did I came to be into the chess program? Because I I was towards the end of a long history of incarceration, long history of drug use and uh, gangs and everything, everything that's on the the book that you got in your hand. But uh, how I came to be was the fact that uh, I had just picked up another bid, and uh, towards the end of that bid, it was. Uh, was offered to me, right, this uh, place called um, Howard Street. And from Howard Street, I met a guy by the name of Mike Gaynor and uh, opened my eyes and gave me the information I needed to notice first that I had a problem with drugs and alcohol and things like that. So um, from there, not knowing what I was going to do next, God has a funny way of working in mysterious ways, I guess, because uh, Mm. I... uh, I was sent over to, I kind of told them before I left, I spoke to my counselor and said, you know what, I, I have family, but I really don't have a place to stay, so I'm wondering if you have any suggestions and, and things like that of that nature. So the conversation took us from, you know what, we're going to send you to a program. And that that program provided me with more structure. I, I got to tell you the truth, I, I, I left uh, PRC with uh, not only to a program, but I also had probation and parole, and I was some, under some court stipulation. They wanted to keep their eyes on me and, and whatnot. And uh, but what that did for me, right? Um, uh, I was I was suggested to random urine tests and things like that. It kept me honest. To tell you the truth, it kept me honest, right? And before I know it, I was done with Michael's house. I didn't know what what else to do next. And I was already spending a little time over at this little building that was right in front of uh, uh, Michael's house. And I kept asking, yo, what do they do in there? And uh, the guy says, you know, that's AISS. And I said, well, what the heck is an AISS? He says, that's after incarceration program. They help people who have been incarcerated. I said, wait a minute, I fit that description. So one thing led to another, and when I got done with Michael's house, the chess program approached me, right, and um, working with people like Mark and Madeline and uh, both Madelines over there, right. I got to give a shout out to them. So, 
and uh, uh, I, I, I set on this journey, right, uh, of, of uh, learning how to live with other people. They put me in this, uh, th- this program that Mark is talking about to live with a couple other uh, roommates. And at the end of that year, I got my low income. And from my low income, I got my Section 8, you know. Meanwhile, doing all these type of programs that were being suggested of me to do. and But remember, I had to put the work into it, too. It was not given to me. We expect you to do this, 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 and that. You know, so it wasn't really a free ride. Gabe, we're going to we're gonna want you to do this for us, too. You know what I mean? We're going to want you to stay clean, first of all. We're going to want you to seek further treatment. We want you to meet with a, with a therapist, you know, and all those things. Believe it or not, I need it. You know what I mean? I kind of needed all those things to become the man that I am today, you know? Never in my wildest dream that I knew that I was suffering from this condition called addiction, right? I never knew anything about it, right? So for the first time in my life, that's why I went to seek treatment, and it was available to me. And they gave me some very good suggestions along the way, and I took those suggestions because I was tired, right? I was getting older. I, I, I'm... In 2014, I found myself again in prison, and and I, I three things came to my mind. Number one, I'm getting too old for this. Number two, I'm starting to see a new generation coming through the door that I can't even relate to anymore. And, uh, and the third question was, what am I going to do about it? Well, you know, because I don't know what's mm-hmm. taking place, right? I, I, I knew how to act up. I knew I was violent. I knew how to do drugs. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to live, how to exist. You know what I mean? It's nice that you started with your success, um, mm-hmm. but you did grow up a street kid, right? Yeah. You you yeah. were in gangs. You mentioned you did drugs. You did serve 10 to 12 years in a Massachusetts prison. Is that, that is correct? correct. I picked up my number in Walpole 1993. I went on to serve 10 to 12 years for bank robbery. It's, trust me, I... I'm like an open book too, you know. What I mean, I gotta know, you know, that's part of my history. Sometimes the people that I work with today, right? The people that I try to help sometimes can relate to that. You know, as graphic as that may seem, it might, you know, for the guys that I work with to see uh the for me to tell them, yo, I, I went through it, I lived it, I know what you're talking about, you know, but let me tell you something, man, there, there is hope. You know, this this doesn't have to play out this way. Um, we're going to take a break in mm-hmm. about two seconds, but um, and so think about this question, and when we come back, we'll we'll dive into it. Absolutely. But what would your life have been like if you hadn't had the opportunity to learn about and and interact with AISS, and then to meet Mark? And um, Mark, I want you to think about a question uh, coming back in after the break as to, you know, what has been the evolution of Gabe and what have you seen that you just never thought you would? So going to leave you two holding on those questions. And um, as they used to say, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with the Hustler Files. Employment, housing, identifying documents, addiction treatment, education, veteran services, and legal advocacy. They're all part of what we offer at the all-inclusive Support Services Center of the Hamden County Sheriff's Office. We provide services to justice-involved individuals as well as the general public with the goal of improving community safety and the quality of life across Western Massachusetts. Don't let life's challenges lock you up. Be a step ahead. For a hand up, 
Stop by 736 State Street in Springfield or visit us at hcsdma.org. Hello, this is Patrick Kaling, the Sheriff of Hampshire County. If you're looking for a career helping people, the Hampshire Sheriff's Office is hiring in many of our departments. We take great pride in our commitment to returning the men in our care to their communities in better health than when they arrived. Your work will matter, not just to the clients we serve, but also to the people of Hampshire County who rely on us to protect public health and safety. If you're interested in making a difference, please visit the Mass Careers website for more information. Welcome back. This is Lisa Riley. You're listening to The Hustler Files here on WHMP. We are chatting with Gabe Santiago and Mark Mitchell. Um, Both are uh, currently employed by the Hamden County Sheriff's Department. Um, Gabe probably never thought in his entire life that he would be working for the Sheriff's Department um, after many years of uh, incarceration and um, not really being a, a good guy. Um, yeah. But I'm sitting next to him, and he seems like a really good guy to me right now, so we're just going to go with that story. Um Mark, I'm going to jump back to you. And uh, so you've been working with Gabe for a really long time. He's now the care coordinator. Um, explain his job and, and sort of the evolution of how you saw him come into to this after his last stint in prison. Okay. Um, like I said, I met Gabe probably eight or nine years ago when he first came to AISS, which is now all-inclusive support services. We don't restrict who can come to us for services. And I watched this kid come into the program. I'm going to call him kid because I'm so much older than he is. Um, And I saw something in him that just attracted me. So him and I got together and started talking. I got him involved in the mentorship program as a mentee. And as he progressed in his um, life on life's terms, I would say, experiences in growing, we used Gabe to do some commercials for the sheriff's department, him and a few other people. And I remember taking him to his interview at WWLP, and he was sweating bullets. He was so nervous. Mm-hmm. But I told him, calm down, you got this. And uh, he did a wonderful job. From there, I asked him, would he consider becoming a mentor? Because he had all of the attributes that we're looking for. He had the past that people could identify with. But I also seen the growth as he struggled through at times to get to that low-income housing voucher, the Section 8 in his own place. And he didn't stop. He never stopped coming He was always available when we needed him. But then an opportunity came up when the sheriff opened up um, the facilities to what they call Section 35. It's a treatment facility. And I said Gabe would be perfect for this. So he applied and he became a per diem employee. And now he's graduated because of the man he's become today a sheriff's department employee. And um, I kind of look at Gabe as a younger brother that followed in my footsteps because a lot of his story is my story 
from back in the day. And uh, watching him, it's been a pleasure to work with him. He's always remained open-minded to any suggestions I gave to him. I never told him what to do. I never did anything like that. I said, you are destined to do good things with your life. If you don't believe it, believe that I believe it. And we've been together ever since. He's one of the guys I count on to help with the mentorship program when I'm not around. Just to give you an example, I was on vacation a few weeks ago, and we have a very important program inside the main institution that we do the fourth Monday of each month. And because I wasn't going to be there and they don't allow per diem employees to do the computer system, scan inmates on and off the units, and a lot of responsibility there. Uh, I said, well, I have someone that I suggest we see if he'll do it for me. And sure enough, Gabe was the one. He was there. He filled in for me perfectly. Everything with, went, went on without a hitch. And to his credit and to the sheriff's department's credit, you know, we are a team and a family, and uh, that's the way I look at it. So he's not only a volunteer mentor with us, he's like my brother. Right. He's like part of me. And uh, so I'm so proud of him. You know, he just doesn't know how proud we are of what he's been able to accomplish in helping us on our journey with the mentorship program. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you think your life would have gone if you hadn't, like, if you hadn't had that aha moment to change your life? Oof. I mean, definitely not, would not be sitting here talking to you, but um, I don't know, man. The, the, the pieces came together at the right time, you know what I mean? Me, I remember that conversation I had with that counselor prior to leaving PRC and sitting down and opening my, um, for the first time being honest, right, and saying, hey, listen, if you send me home, I, I don't think I want to, you know, I, I wonder if I could seek further, can you send me somewhere, right? Um, I don't know. I, I, I probably would have gone back to what I knew how to do best because I didn't know how to do anything else. I mean, I've been I've been in, um, living in a very self-destructive type of lifestyle you know, add in there a, a, a drug addiction that expanded more than 19 years. Add in there uh, long-term prison terms. Add in there um, the fact that that I knew how to survive inside prison, but I just didn't know how to survive, and I didn't have the skills to live on the streets. Like I, I had become okay with 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 uh, dying. Well, what I I had a problem with was living. You know what I mean, and. Uh, and, and those are not my words. Actually, those are Dr. Mate Galbor, a guy that these days I I look to and, and, and use a lot in my groups, right? Because I get to do that today, right? I get to um, teach groups, and uh, I've been trained to do that, right? And uh, But I got to say, man, uh, I'm very grateful to the sheriff's department. I'm very grateful to our sheriff. I'm very grateful to my director, to the to the mental health, to 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 the medical team that I work with, with my supervisor, everybody that, that knows my story has not judged me. And, you know, one of the things that I noticed, too, that when I started spending time around all these beautiful people, um, it was interesting, right, because I've always been an observer that these people had a history, too. And, and, <laughs> and you know what I mean? Some of them come from where I came from. Some of them actually 
had 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 uh, stumbled in their life, and these were staff. I'm like, wait a minute, you're a staff? Yup, I am. I went through life, and I I I took my you know I took my bumps on the road, and uh, but I am who I am. You know, it made me a better man, and I for the for listening to their stories and. It opened me up to to the possibility that I could become something else than what I was used to, you know, and having an open mind and an open heart to to pursue that, right? To 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 um, disengage from one lifestyle and 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 embrace another, right? And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm the journey has been has been you know been rough, but it's been a blessing. And I I once again I say I'm very grateful to people like Mark. To my sheriff too, and I call him my sheriff too because this guy gave me a job, <laughs> you know, gave me an opportunity. And every time I see him, he gives me a handshake and a hug, you know. And everybody that I work with have been uh, I've been received with open arms. I work at STCC, and uh, I work with a good team over there too, right? That allow me some flexibility to teach groups, always under some guidance. If I have any questions, I can always run back to somebody. Um, listen, this this client is, uh, you know, um, needs uh, further help, and can I, you know, sometimes I got I got to get mentored in order to help other people, but to be open to that, right, and uh, and become this, this new me that I'm now embracing. You know, I've been I've been clean for drugs for more than nine years now, and uh, congratulations, um, um, thank you, thank you very much for that, and. Uh, and continue to do, uh, I continue to do so, right? To be a role model now, right? And that's a new one to me, you know, because uh, you you won't find me at a club anymore. You won't find me, you know. My life is very predictable, and that's the way I like it. You know? <laughs> there is nothing wrong with predictability, and I live by it. I, you know, um, and I'm living proof of that too. <laughs> Having a system in place that works is a good thing. It's yes. a really good thing. Yeah. Um, Mark, um, when when you first met Gabe mm-hmm. nine years ago. Uh, did you feel an immediate connection with him? Like, I mean, I'm sure you work, you've worked over the years with many um, formerly incarcerated who are, are into the mentorship program, and they probably don't all succeed. Okay, I'm guessing that as well. Uh, absolutely. Um, some make it, some don't. Um, you get to know someone's heart by interacting with them, and it didn't take long for me and Gabe to click mm-hmm. only because I seen a lot of myself in him in my younger years prior to going into military high school. I, I grew up in Mason Square. I'm a hood rat mm-hmm. um, by nature. Um, but just having conversation with him and him being open enough to listen to what I had to say. Um, just opened up those doors for us to communicate. And we talk all the time now. If he has a question, he'll call me. Or if I got a question about something going on at SSTC, I'll call him. We stay in contact. And it's because of him and another one of our volunteer mentors that works there that we have a mentorship program in the treatment facility. Right. And uh, I get a chance to go back and work with him uh, once a month. So, right. well, I think we just run out of time, and I need another few days sitting here <laughs> chatting <ahead>. with both <laughs> of you. Um, 
I I have to say thank you so much for coming in. There's a deeper conversation here. There's uh, we've just sort of touched on the surface, and um, I also know that Gabe was um, followed for 18 years by a local university professor, and a book was written about that. And I'm not going to share any of that right this second, but we're going to try and get that author back here in the studio <laughs> with with Gabe yeah. and talk about it because I bought the book and I've been doing some speed reading and wow, there's a lot there to, to unpack as well. But I have to thank both of you for taking the time out to come on the show to help us um, share the success story that Gabe has been experiencing, the mentorship program that the Sheriff's Department of Hamden County uh, has available to people. I think these are all resources, and we need to share good stories, which is why The Hustler Files has been launched here on WHMP. So thank you both for coming. I really, really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Pleasure's ours. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you for and having us. Not only us. that, I mean, the, 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 <laughs> we're just touching on one program, and the, the, the share has many, many, many different programs because I took advantage of everything. <laughs> well, then we that we were gonna we'll hold on that thought, and we will get you back in uh, the studio in a few weeks and uh, and talk some more. Maybe we could get another one of your success stories. Uh, to come in and and join us or maybe somebody that Gabe has mentored. That would be really cool because the mentor, the the mentee becomes the mentor. Our our motto is each one, reach one, teach one. And that's what we follow. And that's from one of our volunteer mentors gave us that saying. So we follow that. I love that. That's awesome. Say it again. What is it? Mm -hmm. Each one, reach one, teach one. I love that. All right. So don't go anywhere. We've got to close out the show. And I'll be right back with the Hustler Files. Hello. This is Patrick Kaline, the Sheriff of Hampshire County. If you're looking for a career helping people, the Hampshire Sheriff's Office is hiring in many of our departments. We take great pride in our commitment to returning the men in our care to their communities in better health than when they arrived. Your work will matter, not just to the clients we serve, but also to the people of Hampshire County who rely on us to protect public health and safety. If you're interested in making a difference, please visit the Mass Careers website for more information. Welcome back. Wow, that was a great conversation with Gabe and Mark from the Hampden County Sheriff's Department. You know, as we start the show with a positive affirmation, we like to end the show with an empowering quote. And this one comes from William Ernst Henley. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. That's a wrap for this week. Thank you for joining me to have these important and hopefully impactful conversations, conversations that we hope will activate change, provide resources, and help others find their warrior spirit like Gabe. You can find this show and all of our shows on the whmp.com podcast page and coming soon to your favorite podcast network. If you'd like to reach out with any questions or comments, you can email me at lisa at whmp.com. Have a wonderful week ahead. And remember, don't be afraid to share your story. 
it might inspire someone. See you next week here on The Hustler Files. Oh,